Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Have you ever heard the phrase, honor the struggle? Well, in today's podcast, we're talking all about how your weight loss and fitness journey can be a lot harder than you expect it to be and what to do when you hit those roadblocks or when you become unmotivated. It's all how you see it. And if you honor the struggle and you are able to push through those roadblocks, then you will be successful. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm talking about honoring the struggle. Now, I know this might not have a lot of meaning to you right now, but it will because this phrase has helped me to accomplish anything worthwhile in my life. Everything I've ever accomplished, I say this phrase in my mind, honor the struggle, because in your journey of getting healthy and fit, a lot of times it can be a lot harder than you ever expect. And maybe it's not this linear journey, which I tell my clients, losing weight, getting in shape, getting the body you want, it is not linear. It's it's actually the opposite of linear. You're going to lose a little bit of weight, then you might level out or you might go up a pound, then you might lose a little more and then you might level out for a month. You know, it's not linear and you might have things come up where maybe you're on a vacation or you get sick or something happens in your family and that's life. And so If you have this phrase in the back of your mind, honor the struggle, then you're going to be able to work through those roadblocks when they come because you have to remember that all frustration is unmet expectation. And so if you have this expectation that the weight's going to just fall off or that you're going to lose five pounds in two weeks, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to be frustrated and you're going to be mad at yourself and feel like a failure. But if you have the expectation that, hey, this is going to be a process, this is a a journey that I'm on and it might take longer than I think, but I'm not going to stop no matter how long it takes because this is important to me. That's a whole different frame of mind that is 10 times more powerful, and that will help you for when you do lose the motivation because it's not if, it's when. So you have to remember, it's going to be a lot harder than you think. You will become unmotivated. You will want to quit. It's hard for a reason. Anything in life worth pursuing is difficult, and you have to push through those limits that you set on yourself because that's where the confidence comes. And when you push past those limits and push past the hard, that's where you have the most amazing growth. So I want you to think of every possible obstacle that you could have with your fitness or with whatever goal. This doesn't have to just be fitness. This can be any area of your life that you're trying to change or have growth in. So what is your plan 
for when you lose motivation or when those situations come up. Let's say, you know, you have a vacation or you get sick or you can't make it to the gym or whatever obstacles you have. You have to have a plan for what you're going to do when those come up because they will come up. And so if you don't have a plan, it will be way too easy for you to quit. And that's where I see the biggest mistake with clients is just failure to plan. So what I want you to keep in mind is this is a lifelong goal. This is not a sprint. So what we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do if you're my client or what you might be trying to do if you're trying to make big shifts in your life is we're changing the lens that you view fitness and your body and your relationship with your food and your goals. It's all shifting. And that takes a lot of time and patience. It takes a lot longer than you think because you're rewiring your brain of how you see certain situations and how you have daily habits that might be uh, really harmful for you, but you keep doing them because we love familiar. Even if we hate it, it's familiar. Um, I actually had a friend that was like, do you know what's interesting? Like I had a really chaotic upbringing when I was young. And so I notice in my life that I create stress and, and chaos in my life because it's comfortable. And that's what I know. And often that more often than not, that's what people do. That's what I see clients do. They're used to failure. They're used to beating themselves up. Maybe they've been having negative soft or self-talk their entire life. And that's what they know. That's what they're used to. And so that's what they keep looping over and over in their life, even if they don't like it, even if they know it's harmful, even if they know that it's keeping them stuck, they do it because it's comfortable and it's what they know. So if you're wanting to break that cycle, you're not going to be perfect at it. It's going to take time. If you have an unhealthy relationship with food, let's say maybe you use food to cope with emotions. And so it's kind of like this emotional buffer for you. Or maybe you're obsessive around food and you can't eat without tracking every little gram and you get anxiety if you go into social situations. That's also not healthy. And so making these baby steps and setting the expectation that it's going to take longer than you think, then that is what is going to help you be successful. So a quick little quick little example of this or short story, I, I use this example a lot because it was probably the hardest time I ever had with my fitness. But um, I always say after my baby, after I had Mila, I was struggling so hard to find myself and just feel like myself. And it was really scary. It was, I know that sounds dramatic, but when it's your business and it's kind of your identity is like fitness and feeling athletic, when your body kind of, I felt like my body betrayed me is what I felt. I felt like I did every, I was doing everything right. My body was betraying me because it wasn't, I like calculated the math. I was like, this should work. Like I trained thousands of women. I understand how this works. Why is this not working on my own body? It wasn't until I figured out I had all these hormone imbalances. Um, 
And it was just difficult. Like my hips were all out of place. And so my back was always hurting when I would work out. My knees always hurt when I work. I felt like I was in an 80-year-old's body. Like it just wasn't my body. You get the point. So I remember I was on a hike with Adam and we were hiking and my back and my knees hurt so bad. I could barely do this hike. It was only like two miles. It wasn't even a big deal. And I love hiking. And I he said a comment, like not being mean. He just was like, what's going on, babe? Cause I was slow. I just started bawling hysterically. And I was like hyperventilating. And I was like, I'm sick of this body. I'm sick of not feeling like myself again. I've done everything I can do. This is so hard. Why is this happening to me? Like, you know, I threw a pity party for myself for sure. And he was like, babe, like you're only five months postpartum. He's like, it's going to take time. This is going to be harder than you think. Like you just want to speed this up so bad and you just want to have the results so bad, but your body needs time to heal and your hormones need time to level out and you have to honor that struggle. And that's where I heard this phrase the first time I ever heard it. And he's like, you have to know that it's going to take time and be okay that it's going to take time and be like, this is a really hard thing to do. And I'm willing to be patient and I'm willing to know that it's hard and honor that struggle. And I sat there for a minute, you know, wiping my tears. And I was like, you're right. I have had this unrealistic expectation of what my postpartum journey should look like. And when it didn't look how I thought, I broke down. And so, and that is with anything in life, right? Anything. If something doesn't look how you think it should look, if people don't act how you think they should act, then you get frustrated. But you're the one that put those expectations on yourself and on others. So you have to change the lens. You have to. You have to change the story. That's the only way that you're going to push through when it gets hard and you want to quit. So I immediately shifted my story and I had to say, I don't care how long it takes. I know that I will get there eventually. And that's what I had to say. I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for what it does for me. I'm doing healthy habits. I'm working out every day. My body will get there. It just isn't getting there in that short amount of time frame that I set for myself. And it was like this huge weight just lifted off of my shoulders and I felt like I could breathe again. Like I took off that expectation and I started solely focusing on the things that I could control, which were the foods I was eating, the workouts I was putting in and the sleep I was getting, my meditations. And I knew that that stuff brought me joy. Whether my body was changing or not, I understood that. And then eventually my body did go back. My body did change. I feel like myself again. It took way longer than I thought. It took probably a year and a half. That's never happened to me before. I normally can, you know, start feeling like myself like three months after I have a baby. I'm like, okay, like I feel good now. And this time it didn't happen. And one one other thing that really helped me and that Adam was like, maybe you need to ask, what is this lesson teaching me? Like, why is this taking longer? Why am I stuck in this phase and what can I learn from it? And so I started meditating 
and I would meditate in the morning and ask my body, what message are you telling me right now? And you know what message I got? It was that I had pushed too hard for too long and my body needed a break and it was sick of dieting. (laughs) It was sick of feeling restricted. It was sick of these two-hour workouts I was putting it through and it was fighting back. And that's really what I thought. I this might sound weird but when I meditate I visualize my body as like separate from my spirit and so I talk to her I talk to my body a lot and I just was connecting with her and I have a podcast specifically on this meditation if you want to listen it's detaching your worth from your body but um I was talking to her and I was like I'm so sorry you're right. Like I went too hard on you. I'm so sorry. And my body felt like she was telling me, I I need a break. It's too much. I need a break. And so I scaled back. I reversed my calories. I started eating way more, almost double the calories to help repair my metabolism. I um, cut out a lot of the refined sugars, a lot of the refined carbs to just try to heal my gut and try to just get as many nutrients as possible in my body. Um, I cut out all of my cardio unless it was just walking low, like low impact cardio, walking for like 20 minutes, 20 or 30 minutes. I cut that. I was doing an hour a day to try to lose the body weight so or the baby weight. So I cut that back. And I started prioritizing my sleep um, and I started sleeping like eight to nine hours at night. Adam started trading me. I know that you guys can't do this with the new baby, but he started trading me every other night. He would take the baby so that I could get a full night's sleep. And so anyway, I just started prioritizing my actual health of my body, not just how it looked, but how my body felt, how I was treating it, how my joints felt, giving my muscles time to recover, all of that was more important than how my body looked. And when I started focusing on that, guess what happened? My body came back. <laughs> so it's just crazy. Like once you can take out, take off those restrictions, take off the expectation that it's going to be easy. And if you can ask your, maybe sit down and meditate and ask yourself, your higher self or God, whoever you believe in the universe and say, what can I learn from this situation? Why is this so hard? Maybe you're trying to be, you know, sculpted and morphed into this better version of yourself. And you can't do that unless you go through these circumstances. And I truly believe that I experienced that um, experience after my third baby, I truly believe that that happened because, well, I have two reasons. One, I needed to detach my worth from my body. And that was a lesson that I needed. And it definitely worked. Like I grew so much in those, in really the two years since after I had Mila, I'm not even the same person. I don't train the same. I don't, you'll notice I don't talk the same on my Instagram. It's not about getting shredded. It's about being healthier. It's not about like, if you want the six pack, great, I'll help you get it. But I want to know that you have worth outside your body. And that's what I had to work on. And that is the beautiful lesson that came out of this situation. The second is that I feel like I needed to be 
able to relate more to my clients. And now I can. <laughs> like, I understand how hard it is to lose weight when you can't or when you feel stuck or when you're in a plateau or when you've been trying for months and nothing's happening. Like, I understand that. I've gone through it. I know the thoughts and the feelings. I know that the behaviors you want to start doing that can be extreme. I understand it. And So I think that was a huge blessing and I've incorporated so many more meditations and podcasts and articles and messages and IGTVs around that. So my entire training has shifted from two years ago and what we focus on and what we value and what's important and how I'm teaching my clients. So anyway, that's how I got through honoring the struggle. I want you to think in your mind when it gets hard. Keep this mantra in your mind. Honor the struggle. And do you have unrealistic expectations placed on your situation? Whether people will change for you or not, whether you'll get the results or not. Maybe you're setting yourself up for failure because you say, I'm going to work out six days a week. And maybe you have five small kids at home and that's just not realistic. Maybe you need to go to four days a week to feel successful. And that's fine. So just remember, Honor the struggle. And all frustration comes from unmet expectation. Those two lessons are probably my biggest lessons in life. All right, that's it. That's all I have for you. Have such a beautiful day and I will talk to you later. Thank you for joining us in today's episode. If you liked the content and want to hear more, remember to hit that subscribe button and write a review. As a small business owner, I appreciate it more than you know. If you are looking for a program to help with self-confidence, to lose weight, get in shape, and work on your mental, physical, and emotional health, check out my training programs on www.bodybybree.com. My team and I help to hold you accountable through the Body by Brie app, where you log in to see all your workouts, custom meal plan made specifically for you and your needs, and communication through the messenger. You are never alone when you're on the Body by Brie training program. Click the link in the show notes to get more information on how to transform your life from the inside out.